Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Many of you will be familiar with the wonderful photographic work of the late German photographer Michael Wolff. He loved Hong Kong and spent more than 20 years here, with also stints in Tokyo, Chicago, and Paris. But when he went away, he kept on returning. Michael Wolff died in Chungchow last year. His work was partly about the density of living, so an entire facade of a public housing block with its geometric lines and hangers with washing hung out to dry. Then there was his informal solution series, where he photographed plastic and bamboo chairs. Pink rubber gloves, brooms, and mops down alleyways, and while he might have spent some time observing, he never actually moved any of the items to suit his composition. Johnny Davis is the director at Flowers Gallery in Hong Kong, which is holding an exhibition of Michael Wolff's work until July the 25th. I spoke to Johnny and manager Echo Gore about the exhibits and about the photographer who they both had the pleasure of knowing for a number of years. My name's Johnny Davies, and I'm the director of Flowers Gallery here in Hong Kong. I had the pleasure of actually uh, meeting Michael when I very first arrived here, which was in the beginning of 2016. I'll never forget the first time I actually went to his studio and, and met him, and it, it made a, a lasting impression for just how I viewed Hong Kong, and how I then suddenly saw all of the the different uh, objects, the back alleys, the way that it opened up all these stories and. And then it was also about the the way that Michael、um, spoke about the nuances of, of of each picture he took and how people utilize space or reuse objects. There was one image which Michael has, which it's not part of this exhibition, but it, it really made a lasting impression of me, as I remember it being the first picture that he really talked about. And it was of a、uh, a wire fence by a truck stop. And it had styrofoam cups pushed into the wire fence, as if they were just floating there. And I asked Michael about what is this? Why are they in that sort of arrangement? And he told me it's because people didn't want to litter. People wanted to have the idea that they they were placing something rather than throwing it on the floor because that was a bad way of being. It, it stuck with me that image and that idea then of how people do things differently. Yeah, from my perspective, what I was used to、um, before arriving in Hong Kong. And I felt that after he told that story, he would often say to us, "It was our job to tell his stories for him as the gallery." And that's what, for us knowing him and、um, you know having the pleasure of knowing him for a number of years and working with him, that's what this exhibition was about. It was about telling his stories of Hong Kong and the way that he really saw how people live here. Well, we've got a little bit of drilling in the background, which fits in with the whole Hong Kong atmosphere. But I'm here at Flowers Gallery. So you started off here last November. So we moved into the space last November. That's when we finished the construction here. But we were only open、uh, by appointment, and so this is our annual exhibition, which opened、uh, on the twenty-second of May. Yeah, so around me, it's it's lovely actually, because I I never met Michael Wolff or Michael Wolff.、Um, so he was、uh, based here for for years, and you'll be very familiar, I'm sure, with some of the imagery, particularly the architecture, as as I think what's known. That he had a great ability to just take housing blocks and make them into something, and、uh, also his powers of observation, and as you say, the back alleys,、uh, which he really turned. Well, I mean, he didn't necessarily turn it into an art form, but he found that art. Within within those back alleys, can you tell me first of all what was Michael like? You know, he was a exuberant, curious character that 
just wanted to explore, which comes across in his work. He was always running around the back alleys or photographing, even if it wasn't with his camera, with his phone or making a video or just engaging with the, the community and people around him. And he was a great storyteller, whether it be just through his pictures or in person. He loved to tell stories. And uh, that was one of the most captivating things about him and spending time with him. You could definitely tell his love of Hong Kong through, through his work. But he actually, I read that he left Hong Kong and then had to come back again because he just wasn't quite getting the same stimulation elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. He, he moved to Paris but didn't quite have the same feeling, I think, to put it politely, for that city as he did for Hong Kong. And it's the character of the city which he really missed. And, and it was different aspects of it as well because his work, which was all about the density of living from the architectural series to the back alleys. It was then juxtaposed from his move to Chengchou, which is then where he started this series of the Chengchou Sunrises. So he'd wake up each morning and take these pictures, which was, it was almost a sort of a therapeutic body of work and series which he was taking. He meditated a lot and woke up early. And I now see it as an almost therapeutic way of him capturing something which was the antithesis to his urban density. Yes, he moves to Chengchou, which is a great place to live, and he was very enthused about that. Yeah, he was. I think he he loved Chengchou and he loved the the history and character of of the island. And there was a a series which he did of all the dried fish which he took in Chengchou, which is quite an interesting other, I think, series of looking at other side of the local community. And and I know he did an exhibition there where he actually hung these in a a part of the Chengchou festival a couple of years ago. (laughs) So he really did love that island and it was his sort of peaceful place that he went to. Can you tell me about his background? I mean, was he? I mean, when I look at some of the form of his photographs, mm-hmm. um, that is by design. That's not by accident. Yeah. So, is his background architectural, artistic? Architecture is something that's been a key part of his, I suppose, body work and practice for years since when he, you know, studied under Otto Steinhardt um, in Germany. And Otto Steinhardt was his professor a famous photography professor who he worked under. In front of us here we've got, oh I absolutely love in Hong Kong, is, and they're fast disappearing, are the corner houses. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a series that Michael did uh, really between 2007 to 2010. And they're, they're taken uh, really across the whole city. And the particular piece here, which is corner house number 20, is taken in uh, Kowloon. And it's, it's just got this amazing pastel colours to it. And it really does have a sort of form of an abstract painting. I think both the, the way that the tiles sort of come together um, in these formulaic grids and the greens and ochre yellows. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful series. And th- there are, as you said, a few examples of these left, but fast disappearing. Michael really was documenting the character of Hong Kong, and the architecture is one of those, one of those aspects. Yeah, it's a superb photograph on this corner. So where is that? So it is taken in Kowloon, and it is on Cook Street. In terms of the camera that he used? Michael was a mixture of using large formats, and then he would also use his iPhone. Did he really? Yeah. Especially for a lot of the Back Alley series and some of the, the videos and also the um, Ching Chao Sunrises, they were taken with his iPhone. So tell me about the ones that... Probably if, if you, I mean, I find this all the time. If I do, uh, I'll take a photograph and I'll just turn the, um, 
tower blocks on their side or put them at, a, at an angle and, and I'll put that on Facebook and people say, oh, you emulating Michael Wolfe and it's the first reference really. Right. So can you tell me about how he first started looking at these tower blocks? It was around 2003, so it was really around the time of the SARS pandemic that Michael was first photographing these big, these industrial, not just industrial, but also large blocks of flats that people were living in so densely. And I think there was an element that there was not many people around, so it was a bit more empty. So he really noticed this architecture. And he would then, to create these images, Michael would climb up a building opposite to then get this exact you know, form and to get that exact crop that he needed back then um, to create these, I mean, architectural wonders, really, because they, they do look so abstract. And one of the, uh, the key points that Michael was trying to get to for these images was the idea that they, the way that he cropped them was that they had no exit around the photograph. So you couldn't see the top of the building, you couldn't see where the building started, and you couldn't see the side. So you had this almost dystopian feel, like the building just went on forever. And also, I think that at the time, that was saying something about how people live in Hong Kong, and the idea that where does this end? I know that this series, when it first came out, did have particular interest outside of Hong Kong first, because I think people hadn't seen those images in that way. And then that feeling of Hong Kong was, oh my gosh, there's this giant metropolis that just carries on forever. And that was the underlying theme and that Michael was saying. So I'm looking at the inaugural exhibition of Flowers Gallery here at 49 Tung Street in Shenwan, and that's on German photographer Michael Wolf, who lived here for many years, and you'll have no doubt over the years seen some of his excellent photography. And you're obviously a big Michael Wolf fan. Yeah, of course, absolutely. And uh, I had the absolute pleasure of getting to know him and hear his stories. And, you know, our mission as the gallery is to continue telling his stories. Yes. So how long can people come and have a look at the photographs? So we're on until the 25th of July. And the gallery open hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. This one on one of the walls, is it a public housing flat or a yes, flat? It's, yeah, exactly. It's a public housing flat. The, the one thing that first gravitates you to this image is the incredible colours. There are these different pastel tones just painted, going from pinks to yellow, and these ocean blues and pinks, and they separate out each flat. Um, but then when you zoom in and you get up close to the image, you see all the elements of how people live, whether it be their laundry hanging outside, something hanging up to dry, you know, you see sort of like someone's underpants hanging up outside. It's, it's just got a sense of humour, beauty to it, but then also it's repeating Michael's message of this density of people living so close together. For me personally, that's how I know him. Yeah. But uh, as we continue through the exhibition, I mean, he's also, as you say, he's known for all of his back alley stuff. Yeah. So that's how, you know, how to make a, a, a broom or a, a set of marigold gloves, you know, that just yeah. happen to be hanging there. Yeah, absolutely. My, Michael would walk and wander through the, the back alleys and and he would photograph, as we're talking about, whether it be the gloves, but, but one of the other real key topics for this whole series was what he called the bastard chairs. And there are these chairs, which we've actually included in our exhibition, some of the physical chairs, which Michael photographed, but also collected. And they are real examples of how people reuse objects and the sort of resourcefulness of um, people in Hong Kong. Michael also used to talk about it as it was sort of this vernacular culture, this idea that people are, are really creating sort of these artistic artifacts of Hong Kong and its history. 
I find also because people are in a compact environment, just um, for me, it's just how much can be also put together and reused. Yeah. And also, as you say, I mean, if I'm on a sandpan, for example, sometimes, mm -hmm. and I look up at what the lamp is, it's an upturned Tupperware, and that is expanding yeah. the light. And also this economy of space here, mm -hmm. or, or rather, you know, due to the, the fact that there is no space, but the, 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 the fact that people are able to use that space very economically. But yeah, in front of us, we've got one that, uh, what's that, circular bamboo? It's bamboo, and then someone has... I would say reappropriated a barbecue set <laughs> to give it more sound structure. This idea of reusing something that otherwise would be thrown away anywhere else. Yeah, so how did you do it? You would go up to people and say, I'd like to buy this for my collection, or you just found um, them? No, he, he would always go and ask the owner if he could, he wanted to collect the piece and purchase it from them. Um, or sometimes there would be occasions where he would um, actually offer them a trade. So, for example, it would have been a chair which was broken and he would offer them a new chair to exchange. Oh, that's great. Um, so these are his too, these stools up here? Yeah, these stools are other things that Michael collected. So you see they have these elements of the, the string drawn together. They're actually they're quite delicate, these pieces. And then in the other room we have one other bastard chair which uh, was actually... <laughs> I love that name. It's a brilliant name because, because that's, that's how he saw them. It's sort of these... They're lost, but then they're, they sort of find their purpose again. And we have one in the other room, which is a combination of an umbrella and a chair for the brilliant idea that you can open the umbrella and then sit outside in the rain. <laughs> and it was actually from the bus stop just next to where his, um, his studio was. Oh, clever stuff. Within this gallery you've mm -hmm. got three different elements to show Michael Wolf. Yeah so that I would say that there's, there's more than that what we wanted to do was really tell a little bit of a, um, a spotlight onto Michael's different topics about Hong Kong. So we talk about the back alleys, the architecture of density, corner houses and then the, the sunrises. But the way the, the space is curated, we start off by talking about the, um, you see this, this, this large industrial image which just has an impact because of the scale of it. And then you zoom into the videos and small pictures of the back alleys. And then as you actually exit our space, you end up in a back alley. So the idea that then you can walk through the back alley and look for the little signs and things you might have learnt or seen from Michael's pictures and be more aware of walking through that. What was the thinking behind making this the first exhibition? Well, so we've actually worked with Michael through Flowers Gallery uh, in London since 2011. So we've known Michael for a long time and done a lot of projects with him over the years. And uh, when I first moved out here, we'd, we'd done a number of projects at various art fairs um, and worked on a couple of other museum projects together. So you first met him in London? Or? I'd actually first met him in London, yeah. But then when I first moved here was the first time I really got to know him, I'd say. Michael always sort of wanted a, a home for a gallery in, in Hong Kong. And for us, it just made sense to open the show first with, with Michael's work. We feel like, you know, his, his memory, obviously, and his sort of sense of curiosity lives on within the space. I'm Echo from Flowers Gallery Hong Kong. I'm the gallery manager. Everyone knows, I think, more about his work through the facades of the buildings in Hong Kong but also we want to have the comparison, which is the informal solution series. I think it's less known by people, but also it's a very, very important part of his whole work. 
It really shows how those unseen objects in the back alleys, and those are also the back alleys he has had worked many, many, many times. I remember I had a, a chat with him like two or three years ago at our central about the series. I say something like, "It's actually something very normal in our life in the city." But he said, "No, actually, it's they are." Seen, but they are not noticed. No one actually noticed they are there. And I was like, true, they actually everywhere, but people don't really pay attention. They are there. And the way how he actually group them, how to put them together, how to add them, make them being seen in a different way as well. Like you know, see the how people are drying the mops, or how they are, you know, hanging the. Gloves. It's really like about the the normal people's normal life and how they are living as well, and which is a very important part of his work. If you look at his whole his work in terms of of like transparent city and the Paris rooftop or Tokyo compression, um, it's also about how people live in the mega cities. Yes, because he doesn't just do this in Hong Kong, does he? Yeah, exactly. And all his work is about how to look at people living in the city. And if we look at the Hong Kong part, it's more complete for me because it shows the photography, the video, the fan objects. So it also shows how he's passionate about the city as well. Because he worked here, lived here so many years, but he never get bored here. He's keep continue like finding all these new things. So he's using all of these objects, as you say, like the pink marigold gloves, the chairs,、um, the aircons, and、um, the mops and brooms, hangers, and、uh, you know, so all of that paraphernalia that you would see in alleyways.、Um, and so he's really highlighting that and how people are living in Hong Kong through his art, through his photography, and at the same time, he's really making some beautiful photographs. I mean, they're, they're、um, here. We've got a broom that's through the back of a pipe that has、um, a red circle behind it, and through his art, as you say, he's showing this urban life, and his photography is just absolutely artistic in its own right. Exactly. I think it's really about the daily, like daily people's aesthetic. Actually, they they do it actually unconsciously, but then somehow they form this kind of natural kind of vernacular kind of beauty. And he's bought them as well. He didn't do any changes. I often got asked by people, did he change all this shape, or did he did he actually get involved, or change or hang things there? So no, he never did. All he did was just. Capture the moment, and he found them and grouped them together as well. Yeah, so that's what, actually that's interesting because I was just about, did he move that broom? Yeah, because、yeah, I mean it is just just so, and it's just correct. But no, that's、uh, that's interesting. And what I do like about this exhibition at Flowers Gallery at 49 Tong Street is that they've not only got some lovely exhibits of. Michael Wolff's photography, but they've also taken his other items that he collected, the items of furniture and、uh, hangers, and all of these stuff that、uh, he would have negotiated with some of these people, or even replaced what they had with new ones so that he could take their old ones. I think that's that's just lovely. So you knew Michael as well? 
Um, yes, actually, I first also visited uh, um, Michael's studio probably back 2016. At that time, he had like kind of showroom special in his own studio. And where was that based? Um, in Taiwan. Yeah, and it was really lovely to see he was showing all different photography. Also, he collected a lot of like toys, objects in his own studio. So that's what we're trying to do as well in the space. We're trying to recreate this kind of really sense of Michael Wolf, like what he would do, what he would really trying to do if he was here in person as well. So you've got this area at the front. What do you call of these? So this back alley type photography of his. Um, this series is called Informal Solutions. I think the name is really correct, actually. It's basically, it's people are finding the solutions, but they are informal. And they're finding the solutions to deal with the space, the limited space, and that's very about it, and how to make the you know, things which are not useful, but functional again. Yes, yeah. yeah, definitely, they're very functional. And then here, as you say, you've got um, this superb Yes. Um, and it's all greys and creams and uh, black right through. Um, and it's, uh, so this is quite an industrial photograph. Yeah, it is. And uh, again, this was always asked by people, where he found those? Did he Photoshop them? And because I think people found it is like, re like really remarkable how he can actually photograph things like in this way, so abstract, because it, it most feel like unusual. A city has a structure like this. So I think his work is really very, very human as well. He really think about the people, the just normal people, human beings' life. How many years did he live in Hong Kong? More than 20 years. He moved here, was 1994, yeah. And what had he done before? He was actually a journalist, a photographer. So he was working for a German magazine called Stern. Uh, I think that whole career actually got him involved with it pretty much documentary like uh, um, people's life but then he found himself more into actually art being an artist as a photographer so he changed his career to be a full-time artist yeah I wish I'd met him over the years he's a really fun person to really just to talk to as well like one year was his birthday and he was just walking through the back alley in central and I sent him a birthday like a message, and he sent a selfie photo. It was very, very cute. He was holding a sunflower, but it was a selfie photo with a sunflower, like the kid standing in the back alley. And it's like that's him basically every day. He he was walking through the back alleys, trying to find something he can photograph. And that's great. I think also to have known him like that. What I also get the sense of uh, when I'm looking at those photographs is he wasn't just a stop and snap and he's, he's on again. I mean, I think he seems it's to me that he spent quite a lot of time with also with the people um, in these alleys. Definitely. I think he also he spent a long time, a lot of time just adding them and to think about them, not just, oh, that's it. Because how make his work special, actually, to be artist as well, like it's how to make the whole series special, not just one picture. Right, you have to look at the whole everything together and how they make sense as a series as well. So yeah, the Chim Chow sunrises are quite huge, and of course, um, Michael Wolf um, produced books of his photography um, throughout his time in Hong Kong. Yeah. That's uh, for sure. Like f photo books is like big part of his passion when he was uh, doing all the art. He was really putting a lot of effort to editing photo books as well. Um, there was a publisher from Germany who was really like his also long lifetime friend. They worked together um, a number of very important books. And uh, again, I think 
and being a photographer is also he looking into at photo book as a very good media to actually um, start exploring art as well. How to add them, where to place picture, which one should be included in the book, and which one should be uh, put in the end. So he put actually a lot of effort to his photo book as well. Now when I look at the informal solutions ones here and this huge industrial one, what's this one called actually? This one? Mm. This one's called Industrial 26. It's an Industrial 26, which is, just takes the wall out. And uh, But across here, uh, the, the informal solutions ones are much smaller in the way that they've been framed. So was he particular about how big or small his photograph should be? I think so. He was just like, he knowing particularly um, how the picture should be really printed as the way, because those ones, I think, if you really print it that big, it would not have the same impact, because it's more about the small little objects and actually hidden in the back alley. They would not make any sense if you print it very big. But those ones, because their buildings are very big and large in the cities, it makes sense to be more bigger in the bigger format as well. So size, again, is very important in photography media, again, like how to um, make the very, very accurate size. So I'm talking with Echo Gore here at Flowers Gallery at 49 Tung Street in Shenwan. So you just come just to the top, or nearly to the top of Tung Street when you walk up. And uh, how long can we see this Michael Wolf exhibition? Oh, it'll be on until July 25th. And uh, what days are you open? We're open from Tuesday to Saturday, 11 to 7 p.m. Yeah, so we've got this front gallery. We then go through, and you're about to tell, take me down an alley. Yes. I think this whole exhibition, the very important part, the interesting part, is to, you can walk through to the real back alley. A lot of people come to here to the show, they didn't know oh, there was actually a way to walk to the back alley. And when people come to the back alley, that's the real, actually, dramatic thing happens because that's where he walked so many times. Okay, it's not really this alley he walked, but it's basically another same kind of alley. He captured all these amazing photos. And also we put those um, informal solutions prints on the wall. But why we're doing that is actually um, when the first time we came to his studio, he did a very similar thing in his own studio. He printed all the photos and actually trying to arrange them in a the more spontaneous way and in the more like collage kind of style. So we want to recreate that sense of feeling what he would do if he was part of the exhibition trying to help as well. Um, and the, the really, I think it shows kind of like reality and art to merge them together. Right next to the prints, you can see the real pipe. But then here we have the, the photograph pipe. That's the fun part. You really, we really try to merge the two things together. That's a great idea. And I can see all sorts of other potential Michael Wolf uh, photographs all the way down here. Um, yeah. But uh, that's, that's good fun. So you go through the flowers gallery, you come out the back, and uh, it's really uh, the, the real Michael Wolf gallery outside as well. Uh, I think that's a, that's a really good uh, good job by the gallery. That's a great idea. And you've got uh, also um, quite a bit of wall art or mural art along here, which is, is uh, you get occasionally in Hong Kong. Exactly. And people, if you look at up, the big buildings, again, it's where inspired his architecture density series. So I think this idea for leading people to the real back alley 
bring back to his artwork again. His photographs are just being shown or are they actually on sale? Uh, they're actually on sale, yes. Along with his books as well? Yes. Okay, um, but you're keeping his chairs? Yes, <laughs> the chairs, it's very unique. So yes. and including the, the cards we have, is also trying to um, re-bring back this kind of feeling what he photographed so many times, you know, the cards and also the video. Um, the old lady was pushing the card. Again, it's very, very, you know, sad, but also common things in Hong Kong. And he videoed them. So we found this card and just trying to recreate the sense of feeling for his artwork. My thanks to Echo Gore and Johnny Davis of Flowers Gallery at 49 Tung Street, in Shengwan. The exhibition, Spotlight on Michael Wolfe, is on show at Flowers Gallery until July the 25th. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage.